Monday afternoon, this is the muster on Hokanui as we catch up now with John Pemberton in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup each and every Monday here on the programme. Thanks, of course, to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed right here in Gore. Jono, how's things? Yeah, good, Andy. Yourself, mate? Yeah, not bad. Uh, how's things looking in your neck of the woods as we properly get into a southern winter? Uh, yeah, pretty good, eh? Um, crops are growing a heck of a lot. We had good grass growth at the end of the season, so we're all dried off. Uh, we dried off at the end of last week, um, both farms, and uh, yeah, just currently sitting in the crop paddock cutting breaks for the week, trying to get away to the field days for a couple of days. Uh, never been, so uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, now of course the muster's heading up there as of tomorrow afternoon for, for a couple of days, so no, it's a big event, it, it is, and um, it was on last November and obviously people are saying the timing may be a bit soon, but nonetheless I'd say there'll be a big crowd there, there always is. Yeah, I sort of heard the numbers weren't that, that, that overwhelming uh, for that November one, um, it's some empty stands, so yeah, I think everyone's expecting a good one. And it looks like the weather's going to play ball, not going to be too warm, but... Um, Looks dry. That's a good start. What do you mean? It's about 14 degrees. That's not bad for June. <laughs> well, I think there's a frost on... Uh, there might be a frost on Thursday. I think there's a zero there, so... Oh, that'll, right. Uh, that'll wake up the North Island boys. They're not used to it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'll take your word. You've probably had a bit more of a squiz over the forecast for a week than what I have. But just in general now, getting into winter mode? Yeah, just getting cows settled on crops, and we're doing a bit of grass baleage wintering... Uh, for about 300 of them, and then, um, uh, sorry, 200, and then another 500, we're doing um, uh, chair and baleage, and then all our, all our, our heifers coming to the herder up in central Otago. So, yeah, we're sort of wintering about two thirds of the three quarters of the cows ourselves. So, um, yeah, just getting cows settled. You know, the like first week, they're still coming off those, um, adjusting their diet, and, and the, you know, the, they, they pull away the feed for the first week, really. They're still on um, in milk mode, so they take about 10 days to settle down. So, yeah, just playing adjustment here and there, but um, no, been a pretty good start actually, uh, cold mornings, a little bit of moisture, not too wet, um, yeah, couldn't ask for a better start to winter to be honest. Do you normally winter the majority of the cows yourselves? Uh, no, look, we've, um, yeah, we've had a, the old, the old dice hasn't gone our way in a few departments this year and um, yeah, we tried six semen and that was a, a heck of a failure and it flowed through to our own calf rates and so yeah, we're, we're down on cow numbers, uh, the way the price of wintering's gone and um, I'm probably... I've probably been a wee bit doom gloom since I got off the, off the plane uh, from Europe, um, seeing what the dairy farms are doing over there around milk price going forward. So we made a decision early on that we'll just do a bit of grass uh, baleage wintering uh, on the dairy farms um, that we've done wintering on um, in the past before, before making it a full platform. So, yeah, we've sort of decided we're just going to um, protect their costs a little bit and do it a bit internally, and we've bought some crop standing um, for the cows just so we've got full control over the system, really. So... Yeah, just um, we've got some challenging times ahead with um, cost of production. Uh, doesn't matter what style of farming you're doing, everyone's getting challenged in that spec. So, yeah, just um, mixing up a little bit, seeing how we can go, and, yeah, just um, yeah, just trying to get things dialled in as good as we can get, and if we do it ourselves, we've only got ourselves to find, haven't we? And, of course, there's plenty of feed around at the moment too. Um, we talk about last year, the way that May provided. Well, this year it's been pretty much the same, probably a bit better even. Yeah, look, the rain came. We didn't get as dry as... Well, down our... Sorry, in east and south. We didn't get as dry as the previous year. We had a phenomenal growth period up till Christmas. Um, we got dry um, late January. It started hooking in. Um, but, look, it rained in March, and it just went gangbusters through April, May. So I'd say we, you know, we definitely had a month's extra growth coming right than what we had um, to the previous season. Um, 
But, you know, growth's been pretty phenomenal. There's been a few nitrate issues out there amongst a few herds. Um, we're weighing this chow crop. We've actually found one that was uh, flowering. They've come in a sort of 15, 16 tonne, and one of them was actually a, a flowering plant. So um, that will have stopped now with the frost that we've had. But um, certainly Mother Nature is, um, was getting a wee bit confused towards the end with such amazing weather. You know, we've, how many 20-degree days we have in May? It's unreal. Well, I got a few snaps yesterday. The story goes somebody was doing baleage in South Otago over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some grass in the ground, but I'd imagine it'd be rather challenging at the moment. So, oh, yeah. oh, you'd think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a bit further south in the ground than that too. I saw some down around the South Coast yesterday. So, um, yeah, but yeah. have you ever seen it so late? For Pete's sake, we're just about in the middle. We're right smack bang in the middle of the year. It's supposed to be winter. Yeah, I guess if you look at Canterbury, the last two years up there, um, you know, they've been trying to make baleage and stuff in the May and June. So, yeah, it's, it, the seasons are changing a little bit, but, you know, with this forecast of the El Nino. We'll see what happens. It'll be, it'll be quite nice to be able to be away over the summer break at the Central Otago Lakes getting sunshine um, while it's raining in the south and giving us grass. It would make a, a change for once. To, that, for that's how it's supposed to go anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and look, you know, to be fair, they picked this La Nino. Yeah. I was pretty pessimistic. I was like, no, nah, we've had no rain through the winter. This, this, there can't be a La Nino. And then, uh, yeah, I saw the old cabbage trees flowering um in December, oh, heck, here we go again. The sure as eggs, um, she she coming good. But at least we had a great spring, and for us, at least in Southland, it didn't get as dry um, as the previous years. And I reckon the plants actually managed to weave a better. The roots have gone down a lot further because up to about two weeks ago, probably been 20 months since I'd considered our farm to be wet, wet underfoot. So I've considered quite a long stint for Southland. 20 months, that is a long time. Mm. But it's like you correlate it back. Somebody reckoned um, they hadn't done a tupping proper pre-tup flush for about four seasons now. Yeah, look, we're by the river. So um, we've had a couple of floods over, well, the last five years. It was two two good ones in a row a few years back. So I'd say we've actually had five dry summers with two floods thrown in the them. So, um, yeah, it's been an interesting period and possibly we might be moving into the next. Just a winter with some, a good run of frost would be a good start to knock some of these bugs in the head would be... Um, it certainly helped kick things off in the spring a bit. And, um, yeah, it's that, it's that proper spring. We haven't had, well, we've had good, a good spring last year, but we never really had that amazing spring flush. We didn't have the frost to, to, you know, to make it dormant and then when you graze it, take off again. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, as far as drying off, it's all over and done with, is it? Or you still got a wee bit of teat sealing to go? Uh, yeah, heifers, heifers tomorrow, so I'm really looking for, uh, sorry, Wednesday, so yeah, really looking forward to uh, the negative of a hoar frost in uh, Central Otago doing that. So that'll fill in uh, the best part of half a day. And um, yeah, for the text, they'll be having their hot water bottles, not just in the teeth seal, but I'd say tucked in their shirts. <laughs> but think of the vistas, think of the views, think of your workplace. How good. <laughs> Glass half full, Pemberton, you know how it rolls. <laughs> yeah, you're on to it, as long as, long, long, as the, as long as the fog's not rolled in. But yeah, no, we'll. Um, yeah, there's no rain in the forecast, so that's always a bonus, right? Yeah, that's the thing. We just had those freezing fogs, like Friday afternoon, a glorious high of about two degrees in G-Town here. It is a shock to the system, but we talk about it. It's a season, and we're just getting into winter mode, eh? Yeah, bring it on. Good on you, mate. We'll leave it there, and we will catch up another time. Good on you, John. Yeah, cheers, Andy. Thank you. John O'Pemberton there um, in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed right here in Gore. Up next, we are catching up with Bernadette Hunt, out of Southland Federated Farmers.